0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe up episode 205. This is the show where I share my opinions on current events, and people will cry in my comments. Probably the most controversial show that I do. Uh, it is the show where people have very strong opinions about my opinions, and I laugh at them. Uh, and sometimes they disappear. There's a very weird thing. Last week, uh, one of my st- one of the stories I commented on there were, like, probably close to 10 comments of people on TikTok really angry about one of the stories. And they all just disappeared. So I don't know if it was, like, a bot, these, like, uh, burner accounts that somebody uh, got found out. I don't know. They just disappeared, though. Uh, but it's funny. It's funny. And I'm sure there's going to be... Uh, some comments about this week's stories uh, So let's get into it shall we With this week's stories And my opinions on them uh, Starting off with this first one Which is just insane This is an insane story Let me read this Go fund me for a teen who killed her accused rapist Raised two times the court ordered payment So now what happened was This girl 17 years old Was sex trafficked and raped And stabbed her rapist. Killed her rapist. And the court in Iowa ordered her to pay $150,000 in restitution to the rapist's family. As well as she's being placed on a supervised probation for how many years? Uh, For like five years or something like that. Uh, Let me read this. Uh, Piper Lewis Piper Lewis's case has made national headlines this week after an Iowa court ordered the 17 year old to pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in restitution to the family of her accused rapist. Piper, who is a survivor of human trafficking, admitted to stabbing the 37 year old man who uh, man to death in June of 2020 after he repeatedly assaulted her. Lewis was also sentenced to five years of supervised probation in addition to the $150,000 restitution payment. As of 1 p.m. Eastern Time on September 15th, a GoFundMe for Piper has surpassed $368,000, more than double the amount of her restitution. The fundraiser campaign was set up by the 17-year-old's former math teacher, Leland Shipper, who noted on the website that the funds were intended to pay off her restitution. Though Piper's lawyers have uh, said they'll need to look into whether the donations can legally be used uh, for that purpose, the money that uh, doesn't go towards Piper's restitution will be used to help her go to college and st- or start a business and give her the financial capacity to explore ways to help other young victims of sexual crimes, according to the GoFundMe, uh, a child who was raped under no circumstances should be should owe the rapist family money," Shipper said in the GoFundMe campaign. Uh, in an updated post, she said that she's overjoyed with the prospects of remaining of removing this burden from uh, from Piper. So just insane. Just insane how rapists have more rights and laws and protections than the victims in this country, in many states of this country. And just a disgusting thing. Like, she's already been assaulted by this dude. She, in defense, kills him to survive And now that family of the rapist is going to receive a buttload of money. Thankfully, this court, I mean, it's amazing that this is even possible. And of course, if you're not watching this, you can guess the race of the victim in this story. Obviously, it's a person of color who is being ordered to pay the rapist's family. Of course, it is a black person who has been put under supervised probation. So for five years, if she does anything like she's being put under a microscope for saving her own life, for liberating herself from being sex trafficked and raped, she is being put under the microscope and potentially thrown back in jail, thrown into jail for saving herself insane that is insanity like every human being should look at this and be disgusted but the sad thing is there are people that look at this and will justify why she's being punished somehow somehow they will justify thankfully she didn't get pregnant i don't know what uh, Iowa's uh laws are but you know There's a lot of states where if she had gotten pregnant from that rapist, she would also be forced to to carry that birth to term. To give birth to the rapist baby. Just it's insane the level of 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 just injustice that exists in this country. Exponentially. It seems every year it seems more and more ridiculous. And it's because of laws that are written in by conservatives. By people that just do not value life. They they want to punish people for being a certain way, for being poor, for being having excess melanin in your skin. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting and this story is just mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling that it's it's like it's being held up that a judge would be like, "Yeah, that seems right." We should just definitely put, put the rape victims under five years of supervised probation. Insane. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I have Inspired Disorder Plus. Would you feel good about donating $5 a month to an artist that you want to support. $5 a month is not much, less than a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks. A lot of people would probably say, yeah, Inspire Disorder Plus, people can go. And for $5 a month or $50 for the year, you get access to all of the old podcasts that I've ever done, like 10 different podcasts, hundreds of podcast episodes. You also get access to like special deals. So if you do want to collect my artwork, you get discounts on stuff, watch this show. Binge the full week ad free for $5 a month. Like you get benefits for the $5 a month or $50 a year. So it's not like you're just donating $5. There's something, you get something for that. Would you feel good about donating $5 a month to an artist that you want to support? A lot of people would probably say, yeah. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. And now let's get back to the show. Let's move on to some good news, though. The Emmys happened a little over a week ago, obviously, by the time this episode comes out. I don't really care about award shows, but there were some, you know, a lot of shows got some recognition during the Emmys. And uh, one of my favorite shows that came out uh, last year during the pandemic was, of course, Squid Game. And a historic thing happened at the Emmys. Uh, Where not only uh, did Squid Game get nominated, but uh, Lee Jung-jae won for Best Actor in a Dramatic Series. Uh, He played the lead in Squid Game, which was an amazing performance. Absolutely amazing. And I believe the director and the creator of Squid Game won for Best Director uh, of a Dramatic Series. So, um, a show... That is a South Korean show. Like, if Netflix never existed, this never would have happened. You know, I talked about last, or two weeks ago, it was uh, the 25th anniversary of Netflix. And I discussed how game-changing Netflix was. They led the way in, in online streaming. They led the way in opening up audiences to films and shows from all over the world uh, making it a a global entertainment service and for actors and directors and the show Squid Game to be honored by the Emmys is great and I'm really happy for it I really am it's great it's a great show it was a great performance Uh, and the the shitty thing with the Emmys is that they only really nominate focused on like five shows Like, Ted Lasso's a big show winner. Um, Oh, the uh, Abbott Elementary was a a good... That's a good show. Uh, That got some love, which I appreciate that. Uh, But it's usually just a handful of shows that get get recognized, which is kind of crazy. I liked Ted Ted Lasso, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, there's a lot of great shows. Barry was amazing. That should have won for a lot of stuff uh same thing with um god what's oh bob odenkirk i think he was up against but i you know i don't know i think odenkirk maybe next year since the finale happened that didn't count for this year and since it's the finale i think maybe he can get it bob odenkirk is great you know as well uh i mean that show better call saul is a great show but uh i'm i'm stoked that lee jung jae one for squid game i'm excited for season two of squid game i'm also kind of nervous for season two of squid game because this was a show squid game was a show that the creator took like a decade working on it took a decade before he sold the script before he sold the the idea to netflix and got it produced and now he's trying to turn around a second season in a year or two A lot of work to do for somebody who writes and directs every episode. I don't know if he's bringing in help for the season two, uh, but season one was amazing. And uh, it's actually kind of sad on one level that Netflix doesn't understand the, the meaning of the show. And because of that is going to be producing a game show that is based on Squid Game. They're actually going to produce a reality show that is basically what Mr. Beast did uh, for YouTube. Netflix is going to be producing a reality show. Obviously, people won't be getting killed, but kind of missing the point of desperate people competing in games of death in order for the chance to potentially win money uh, to make them financially stable. You know, capitalism. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go back to some disgusting news. He called nine one one because his car was stuck. The cops killed him. I think this put, took place in Colorado. Yeah, uh, Christian Glass, twenty two years old, called nine one one to get help pushing his. Uh, he needed to get help pushing his truck. SUV, his stuck SUV, Uh, but over the course of the next hour, Colorado police officers threatened him, tased him, shot him with beanbags, and finally shot and killed him. Uh, In body cam footage, the officers repeatedly tell him to get out, but Glass refused and said he's terrified as they threaten to break his window. Glass can be seen holding his hands up in the, the heart Kind of uh, thing. Uh, tells them the only way I can be safe is to stay in the car. Shortly after the police department released the statement saying that he was shot while attempting to st- quote unquote stab an officer. Well, re- I mean, they always have cops always have uh, an excuse for why they had to kill somebody, and the majority of the time, it's bullshit. They are lying. They kill unarmed people regularly. The police murder unarmed men, women, and children regularly and use the weakest of weak defenses in every case. Oh, I thought the lighter was a gun. Oh, he had a weapon. Oh, we found a gun later, so that must have been, you know, he must have, we just say that, You know he tried to shoot us even though we did never mentioned a gun before till we found it after the the fact like there's always some excuse and he was just stuck his car was stuck and he was having a mental health crisis which can happen to anybody anybody mental health is a fragile thing and thing and when you're having an issue and you need help, and you see cops show up, very few people are going to feel comforted and and safe when a bunch of cops are demanding you get out of your car, are threatening to tase you. They shoot you with tasers. They shoot you with beanbags. His car was stuck. Why would he why would why would he want to stab somebody? All they had to do was push his fucking car. It's like calling the cops because a cat's stuck in the tree, and instead of getting the cat out of the tree, they go break into the house and they shoot you in your bed. It's like what the cops are doing. Quite literally, cops do regularly, break into people's homes and shoot and execute. The homeowner, the people living in that residence while they are in bed. Regularly. And people have the balls to try and defend the police. As if being a police officer was the most dangerous job. It's not even the top 20 job dangerous jobs. Being a delivery driver is dangerous. If that kid delivered for for Uber Eats, it's a far more dangerous job than all the cops that just killed him in cold blood. No, like, it's just... If you're a person that wants to kill people, sign up to be a cop, because chances are you'll be able to get away with murder. Right? Maybe you get fired. Maybe you get fired. Maybe you get put on unpaid suspension. Maybe. A lot of times it's paid. If it makes national news, if it makes national news, there is a small chance you might get convicted. But chances are they happen so often, unless there's a global pandemic, it's so rare that something's going to be so national where people protest, globally protest. The slaughtering of an innocent man. And only in that situation do we see justice happen to a police officer. We see them get locked up, get charged for murder, for doing the thing they did. Murdering an innocent, unarmed person. Ending the life of a human being. But the majority of the time, police officers get away with murdering people on a very regular basis very regular basis and every single person that defends the police defends the police ability to end life effortlessly with zero reasoning with the weakest of excuses are just as disgusting of humans absolutely disgusting this kid should be alive 22 years old got his car stuck and instead of the cops actually providing any kind of help or assistance they, they took it upon themselves to shoot him, to end his life. Just Some of the most disgusting people wear badges. They wear badges and end human life on a regular basis. And they are absolutely disgusting. And everybody that defends them are disgusting as well. You're defending murderers. People who defend cops are defending murderers. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're President Joe Biden who's going to increase funding of the police. He is funding murderers. And to all the lunatic people that think that the police were defunded, wake the fuck up because the police departments have been nothing but increased budgets. Increased budgets. The majority of taxpayer money goes to Funding a group of people that will slaughter men, women, and children who are unarmed and innocent on a regular basis. And everybody that defends them is no better. Disgusting humans. They're all monsters. It's just zero value for human life. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces. That's right. I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at inspireddisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com, buy original art, Buy prints if that's your jam. If you want 8x10 prints on high-quality paper. Also, if you're looking to wear some art, there are shirts available with original artwork by myself. Select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form. You go to inspiredisorder.com. you buy original artwork, you buy prints, you buy shirts, you're supporting an artist Directly, and if you're the type of person that likes to invest in NFTs, there are also NFTs available for select faces. Go to inspiredisorder.com now. And now let's get back to the show. Let's move on to some some of the same people that value the monsters that kill people. <sighs> Disney, of course, I had to talk about this. Uh, The first teaser for Disney's live-action Little Mermaid was released. This is news that we heard about already. We already knew, I don't know how long ago, a year or two years ago, whenever the casting for this live-action Disney, Disney, I'm not a fan of Disney, don't get me wrong. All of these live-action remakes of their movies, they're just trying to make money. They really don't care about how good they are. Although, while watching the teaser for this, i got to say, it looks cool. Looks cool. Controversy makes me want to see it. But of course, every single racist on the face of the planet is crying about Ariel being black. It's just like zero zero compassion or care for their their white supremacy and their racist beliefs being spewed everywhere online. Trying to find Scientific justification for why there shouldn't be uh, a black half-fish, half-man. A cartoon. It is ridiculous. The majority of films are whitewashed. The majority of films. There was a great clip where it was talking about how so many different cultures have been replaced by white people in movies over the history of film. And like now there's actually roles being cast for people with melanin in their skin that doesn't make them look like a sheet of paper. They don't look like me. I'm I'm tired of looking at white people in movies. I like movies that are new and different, and that's one of the reasons why I don't like the Disney remakes. Because they are not new. They're slightly different. They're live-action remakes. But it's just Disney regurgitating the same things. It's Disney just trying to squeeze every last penny out of the people that enjoy their content. They're not really trying to make good stuff. The majority of the things that they did with Star Wars is pretty pathetic. The majority... I mean, I, I guess Marvel... Okay, it's all right. They're pretty good, whatever. But it's like they own everything. They're becoming a monopoly of entertainment. And they make movies that they don't disagree with, that they own property of. They just make them disappear. So there's art that you no longer can see because Disney, it doesn't fit with their brand. And this is like the, mo- the smallest of inclusive steps that Disney is making. Like, these racists are acting like Disney is the most progressive production company on the face of the planet. Like, they're just now barely acknowledging that other races exist in 2022. Right? Just barely doing that. They're just barely acknowledging that somebody may have a different sexual preference than straight that there's a whole rainbow of existence. There's a whole spectrum of reality for humans. And of course, all of the racists that absolutely love Disney, all of the racists that love Disney and hate when there's a black stormtrooper, they hate when there's an Asian person in Star Wars, they hated when the announcement of a, a, a black person being cast as, as Ariel and they're hating again when they see the trailer and trying to justify their hate in some kind of roundabout scientific excuse for why a fictional character should look a certain way. It's just disgusting and pathetic. I mean, these, it's, it's so amazing how the most pathetic humans have zero idea uh, of how they sound Like They're letting everybody know how racist they are. And a lot of them don't even think they're racist. You know? It's just absolutely disgusting. I'm not going to hold my breath that it's going to be good. The trailer looked cool. The visually it looked cool. I think the Aladdin remake with Will Smith was absolute garbage. I thought the Lion King live action remake well, I guess it was like more reality CG kind of remake was the least worst of the remakes. But the their live action remakes are garbage. They're clearly just money grabs, which is the thing Disney does always. Right? They get you to pay and then they raise prices, they raise prices. They they get you to buy a, a movie, then they re-release the movie in special edition, then they re-release it again in another special edition. Like they are the kings of squeezing every last penny, every last cent out of the people that enjoy the properties that they hold ransom, and uh, you know. I, I I think it's just amazing how openly pe- how openly pathetic these racists are crying about every little thing Z- like the, the nobody cries as much as these racists do these like privileged just like disgusting humans just disgusting humans uh so anyway i i'm good with it i like i'd be good if they stopped casting white people and shit like i'm I'm hooked on, like, I love Korean cinema. I've been watching Indian films, like, for months now. Like, it's so refreshing to watch something that's new and different. Instead of, like, just movies casting attractive-looking white people that all kind of look the same. Like, there's not any, like, even differential in the types of white people that they cast. They're all kind of, like, just good-looking, average, vanilla-looking people in everything. And it's tiring. It's boring. I like creative. I like new. This is new. This is interesting. But it's still Disney's a remake. I'm tired of the remakes and reboots and sequels and franchises and all that shit. Give me, give me everything everywhere all at once. Give me three idiots. Give me Squid Game. Give me old boy. The Park Chan Wook old boy. Not the Spike Lee old boy. Give me like really good shit that's different and new. Anyway, racists are pieces of shit. And if you, all the racists watching this that are getting their panties in a tuffle, you want to comment, feel free. Feel free. I don't give a shit. You're worth, just know that I think you're worthless. You are a horrible person. And if you believe in God, the God you believe in agrees with me. Because there's no religion that can justify the hate you have for people. It's not, no religion teaches that. That's just whatever bastardization you've, you've changed, whatever religion you believe in, to justify your hate. You just want to be justified in your hate and I think it's disgusting. So anyway, let's do some shoutouts and get out of here. Shout out to Now This News, shout out Rotten Tomatoes, shout out Vice News, shout out Nerdist, but most importantly, shout out to you. New episodes of the Ray Taylor show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com/plus. Buy Ray Taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com and follow the show